0: This week on the podcast, we got worms. It's worms Armageddon on it so bad.
1: That intro made me laugh. I, I I was off mic there for a second, but I chuckled.
0: Well, when have we ever done a podcast just the two of us? I think just this is our first. Two... <laughs> oh,
1: I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt your singing. Yeah, this is just the two of us right now. I think this is the first one. Usually, like at least Chris is tagging along.
0: Yeah, he gets a he... gets a week off this week.
1: Yeah, even if he's like only kind of played the game, usually Chris yeah. is here, so it's just us.
0: It's nice. It's a nice yeah. change of pace. Yeah. You know, one on one. Intimate. So, so, we're talking about Worms Armageddon this week. We're not talking about the original Worms or Worms 2. We're talking about Worms Armageddon. And you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, wherever, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow us on Twitter at It's So Bad Pod, It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com is the email address. And yes, Worms Armageddon. Tell me about this game. Why? did we select this game in particular
1: worms armageddon uh is a game that i have a long history with and so we were you know we we're thinking about games that we wanted to play you know kind of fill out the the queue coming up here and uh we realized were, were we in a bit of a w spree i believe we were or we were no. we were in an m spree and then we switched m it to, and then we switched it to a w spree with uh, wing commander and now worms so um yeah, but I, I like when I was a kid. I my best friend growing up, I would go over to his place, and he was the one who introduced me to a ton of PC games. Like, he, like StarCraft was one of the first games I ever played, and I played it in his place, and we just like went ham on it. And we would just sit like side by side on like a bench in front of his computer and play these games. So StarCraft is a big one, and the other one was Worms too. So not this game, but the one before it. We played a lot of Worms too, and then I picked this one up on my computer and realized that it like had some new stuff going on. And we started playing that, and we switched over to Worms Armageddon. Um, And we would just, like, kind of, you know, go, like, use our imaginations and do all sorts of weird stuff. And, you know, like, do these weird, hilarious, comical worm death matches where, you know, you have all sorts of crazy weapons and just loved it. So, like, when I was, I don't know, 12 years old or however old old I was in 1999, 2000, um, this was a big game.
0: Was this your first, like, online game that you can remember?
1: I didn't even play that much online. I, like, would play, like, with people, like, sitting at the same computer. Ah, yeah. Um, hot yeah. seat. Yep, hot seat. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so this game, just so people know, is a turn-based, like, strategy game, but it's, like, 2D. It's kind of, it's it's odd. Um, it reminds me, actually, of Lemmings, for some reason.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it it's does. Got,
0: it's got that same look. Like, it's a, I think it was originally, both of those games were originally Amiga games, which is, like, a, computer platform that was popular in Europe but not really here in the US but yeah we didn't even mention too we're adding this game to our endless list which is our list of the best games the worst games everything in between currently goes from number one Super Mario 64 all the way down to what is it number 114 Home Alone our 115th entry on the endless list and yeah so yeah turn-based strategy game you play as a worm there is like a million of these games now um i think there are actually like a dozen or over a dozen of the worms games i didn't play this game back in the day i i was into like um like strategy games but not this game in particular um like i was more into command and conquer and red alert and starcraft and warcraft but not i've i this game never appealed to me for some reason. I don't know why I tried it, but I, I one of our mutual friends, who is on the podcast occasionally for the movies, Tim, he um, introduced me to Worms on like one of the most more recent ones, like maybe like ten years ago, um, and we played that often, like drunkenly or highly. <laughs> that uh, sounds about right, based on yes. how
1: these games go and the humor.
0: Yes. So. Yeah, that's my, I, I think the first one that I played, I'm trying to th- look up which ones, maybe WMD was the first one that I played, or Revolution, one of those.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how many of these have, they've made uh, since, because this was like the third one, I think. There was the original Worms, and then there was Worms 2, and this was supposed to be like an expansion to Worms 2, and then they just added so much stuff to it, they were like, okay, it's our, it's our standalone game now, and it kind of became the most successful one and, like, launched the the whole franchise, basically. Um, Yeah. Even though, you know, it was the third game. But, uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of, like, room for creativity in this. Like, you play as a worm, but you play as, like, a team of worms. So, like, what I would do is I would, like, create these, like, various themed teams of, like, however many worms it is, like, eight or something like that um i guess you could probably adjust it but
0: yeah you can adjust it definitely um,
1: yeah and i would like name each of the worms and like i, I remember I, like i was like 12 years old when i played this game so i had like stupid names like oh like the uh the disc the dancing fools or something like that and i would be like disco dave and like stylish steve and like i don't know like whatever dwell- dumb t- like names that came up when i was 12 years old or i would do like uh all the different like james bond characters or something like that um and you'd just be like, okay, let's see how far I can take this team and, like, play against the computer in death matches. And then, you know, you get all sorts of different weapons and tools. So I would, like, create these elaborate, you know, underground bases and set up my, my worms as, like, guards. And then I would eventually start the game and, like, play with that scenario. So you can do a lot of fun stuff with this. It's cool.
0: Yes. Like, the skirmish mode in this is pretty It's pretty nice. Like, the the where you can do, like, you can customize a lot, everything in this game if you want to play, like, a death match or... Um create a custom game you can do like number of worms you can do how long the turns are you can do the health what weapons spawn the color of your worms the names of your worms the color of your gravestones your victory fanfare there's like endless amounts of customization that you can do like the maps you can import like a paint object i think from a paint picture and it will convert it into a map in this game
1: that's crazy i didn't realize that but it is yeah. it, i was going through the menus of customization when we were getting ready for the pod and just like the accents or the voices you can give people like you can go from everything from like afrikaans to like cockney accents or whatever they call it um like british street accents to like double there's one called 007 which is why i made that that team uh, named after james bond characters um there's it's there's like i don't know like 50 different voices that you can do and they all kind of sound the same but like it it was cool it gave you a nice level of customization
0: yeah so this game came out in 1999 the original game came out in 1995. um a guy by the name of andy davidson he started making this game um it originally started as an artillery game um on a graphing calculator um and he eventually would make like a prototype and he started working on it when he was 17 years old. And then he would make a prototype for the Amiga um, that he would call artillery Uh, back in like the early 90s and he fleshed it out and enabled originally it was just like you would aim and then shoot uh, like in an arc like you would um, like a grenade or something in the in worms Um, and then he added you know unit movement and he added tanks into it and then he added like water and then he made it like charming by changing it into the worms aesthetic um, and that's when he re- released the original game, which was Worms on PC and the Amiga and PS1 in 1995. Um, and then Worms 2 came out, and this is the third one. And as you said, yeah, it was supposed to be the end of it, but it uh, subsequently was so popular that they made more of them. But the guy, Andy Davidson, who was the original creator, this was his last game working on the Worms series, the guy who originated the series
1: this was the only one i've ever played to be honest oh actually that's not true i started on worms too but like once i bought it like this was the only one i ever played for years and years after that because it was just so good i was like i don't i don't need to play another version of worms like this is the one i want to do um and there's like really cool weapons like you know you get like you know there's 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 a
0: there's a lot of weapons (laughs) yeah
1: there's like a shotgun you can use you have grenades those are kind of like the basic starting weapons um there's like dynamite and, like, a blowtorch. Like I said, like, I made underground bases. You have, like, a blowtorch you can kind of direct yourself through and you crawl forward as you do it. So you can dig. Um, You have a bazooka. You have, like, airstrikes you can call in. Uh, There is the, you know, there's an Armageddon you can start. And so, like, you know, giant flaming rocks will start raining down on you. Um, There's...
0: There's uh, the Holy Hand Grenade. Which... I was
1: just going to say that it, this, in a weird way, this kind of introduced me to Monty Python because I knew about the <laughs> Holy Hand Grenade in this game before I'd ever seen anything in Monty Python. And then when I realized that, 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 that that's what it was from, I was like, I need to see these Monty Python movies. It was like... there's,
0: a, there's also the Dragon Ball um, Fireball in this game.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then when you when you kill another worm, they like blow themselves up too. And so like yeah, right. there's like cool little attacks you can string together. You're like, I'm gonna shoot that worm, and then he's gonna blow himself up and blow up the worm next to him.
0: Yeah, and then you've also got things like the sheep and the sheep launcher, where you send oh, a yes. sheep out and they explode for some reason, which is a thing in this game. Um there's an there's the Indian nuclear test, I guess. Have do you know oh, about those? Oh
1: oh that sounds familiar. Wait, what 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 is that again?
0: in the instruction manual it says first it was the french now the indians are at it this powerful underground test bomb will sink the land and cause radioactive fallout to flutter from the heavens infecting all living worms
1: wow that's a uh, pretty grim and also a little taste of like the uh, border conflict between india and pakistan that is going on today interesting how that got baked into this game um india is a nuclear power interesting okay Right. Yes, well, All I mean, right. I
0: think I think that was a hot topic at the time. And I mean, also... I guess yeah, I guess it's there's... been a hot
1: topic for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was also uh, there's the mad cow in this game.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: The instruction manual says: ever since the Brit- European British beef embargo began, there has been a huge stockpile of these frothing, deliriously mad cows intent on mass destruction. Unleash them in the direction by you are facing by pressing the space bar
1: i just had a I just had a flashback to uh being twelve years old and thought about something I haven't thought about in a really long time uh but when you talked about the sheep in this game, it reminded me that me and my my same best friend at the time Tyler um we would draw these like like these like doodles or whatever you wanna call them these pictures where it was like some sort of epic like battle scene or something, but the bad guys were always these killer sheep. And they would be these gigantic killer sheep that we would draw. And then we'd be like, draw like a castle or whatever. And people fighting them off when we were like 11 years old, 12 years old, however, however old. Um, and it was because of this game. So I just had a little flashback to that killer sheep. Okay. Worms. That was, that was a big part of me being like in sixth grade.
0: I feel like if I was like maybe a couple years younger, I would have appreciated this game more. But, um, since I missed the first one I think going to this when I was like 17 or whatever when this came out it was like maybe a little bit in the I'm too serious for this game at the time Yeah, yeah. I think me
1: being 10 to 12 years old when when I was playing these games was the perfect age for it pretty much
0: um yeah so we mentioned there's modes there's like over 50 weapons which are and we mentioned some of the the weapons the big innovation in this game compared to the previous ones was they added WormNet, which was the first time it wasn't just direct play like connecting with another person's computer there was actually a centralized hub to participate in matches with leaderboards leagues etc this is the first game that did that
1: that's crazy. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I didn't play too much online about this, but I was doing a little research ahead of time, and they were talking about how good the uh, the online was, um, and how that was kind of like a a reason that this game had such sticking power. Like, even though they made a bazillion versions of Worm after it, um, it was just like it was so easy to like, and like also why it was more popular than Worms too. It was just so easy to jump into a game with people, which makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean I remember back in the er, in the early and mid 90s playing like Command and Conquer and dialing somebody else's phone number via my computer and having their computer pick up so that we could play matches. So when when there were like uh hubs like Wormnet or what was the other one? There was like Game Spy. It was like another one early one that I remember oh, playing. Oh yeah.
1: Up. Yeah, Game Spy, that's right. Yep, I remember that. Yeah.
0: Those were like monumental, although GameSpy was always, always ran terrible on my computers for some reason.
1: Yeah, I remember it being janky.
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, th- this game was re released, um, I think in like 2010 or something like that, when their, when Worms Revolution came out, so 2012, it was released on Steam, and it was originally a pre-order bonus, but because it was so popular, uh, the company decided to sell it separately, and they actually supported it post-launch. They they are still updating it. They were, the last update was uh, July of last year, but there's still two people that work on the game actively for the company who That's crazy. it.
1: That's crazy. There are two people working on this still, huh? Good for them. Good for them.
0: Yeah, they, I guess they were like community members, and then they brought them in to work on like um, bug fixes and things like that. Hard. That's, to, that's cool. Hard. Hard to imagine a game that is twenty-two year olds, twenty-two years old, still has bugs. But yes,
1: that that's still that, exists. That, that's, that's that good. Nineteen ninety-nine <laughs> gameplay, right there. Still buggy.
0: I will say. So I played a bunch of this game. I played. Um, I started by playing the training missions and the training missions were fucking hard as hell, man. I don't understand why they're so goddamn hard.
1: They are. I feel like I I had this down when I was younger and then I, I did the same thing. I went into the training missions like, Oh, they can't be that hard. And then you're trying to like throw a grenade like onto another platform. That 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 shit's hard.
0: Yeah, and you have to like set the fuse to like the right amount, and there there's like no like, hey, just kill this guy in front of you. There's like very specific trials that you have to do, and you have to do like I think three or four of them in a row in order to progress to the next training set of training missions, and it's like it gets really tough. There's like one where you have to. Uh, swing on a uh, ninja rope and with wind and land on these like really small platforms. And I'm like, why is this like the first thing that you should be playing in this game?
1: (laughs) I forgot about how much of of a factor wind is in this game too. Like you can like shoot your bazooka shot forward, but depending on the arc and the power and everything, like it'll curve backwards. Is it, is it wind that factors into it too? I feel like it in my memory it was, but yeah, yeah, there's wind. wind, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And, like, when you uh, you can call in, like, a napalm strike, and depending on the wind, like, the little, like, little twinkles of fire that come down from it in the game, the way it's animated, it just, like, will fall too far away and, like, cover some other area and then, like, burn away at the ground a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah that's, that's always fun. Um, yeah, so the training missions are really difficult, and then, like, there's single-player missions, and, man... I had such trouble getting around these single player missions. The first one has you uh you have to kill like three other worms and um there is like super RNG cuz like you can just die from a one of the worms will throw a grenade at you and you could just die instantly from the first from the first uh after your first turn cuz you have to and you have to use like girders to get across a gap um and it's just really really fucking difficult and they only give you like i think four or five turns to get it done before it's just everybody dies and there's also earthquake that happens midway through it so it's just like insanely difficult for a first mission in a single player campaign
1: yeah i remember those earthquakes too like you get to the end of your turn and if you have guys near the edge they just like plop right into the water and you have like hope you have one guy i mean i guess like in death match i'm thinking of but you like hope you have some guys in the middle who aren't going to fall off if, if this happens yeah that is a that is a hard first level
0: yeah, so I played like an hour and a half of like training missions and single player missions, and I was like, I'm sick of this. And then it, did, it didn't or didn't really have start to have fun until I started doing the death matches. And the death match is where things uh, get a little bit better. It's there's like progression in the death match mode uh, for a single player. So the first time you play it, it's like a set. Um, it's like a set. There's like a, a a like playlist of of matches. So the first time you play it, if you beat it, then the second time it's like different levels, but um, it's the progression is a lot better than for the single player missions or the the training missions. It's actually feasible to win pretty easily because they they like set you up with a lot of weapons. Um, they give you a ton of weapons in deathmatch, and they also give you more worms than the computer so that it's like actually when you start it's an easier time the single player missions they give you like a gun and they give you girders or in the training missions they give you like two chances to hit somebody with a grenade and or like three ninja ropes and they're like just beat it the yeah. death match is a yeah, lot you, more forgiving you got to
1: find the critical path to uh to beat those missions um yeah it is cool it is funny to like think about how they like help you out in the deathmatch. I probably didn't notice that when I was a kid or like I thought it was fine, but like you're basically beating up on the computer a little bit. But it gives you so much fun like or freedom to like have fun and do stuff while you're while you're doing that. That Well
0: as you as you do play more deathmatch mission missions, it gets harder, so That's like, that's the, true. The first one, you I think it's like six on three, and then the second one it's like five on four, and then the next one is whatever. It just it it starts to get even out, and they start to get uh, a little bit smarter. But they always give you like a really good number of weapons, as opposed to the single player and training missions where they just give you dick. And it's like that's like half the fun of this game is all the different crazy shit that you can throw at people from whether or not if it's like teleporting in somewhere and then. Um, or, like, using a pneumatic drill and landing on top of somebody's head. or There's, like, a ton of different ways to kill people, and having the, all of those weapons at your disposal is just, like, Uh, Like uh, 75% of the fun of this game Or 80% of the fun So when they take that away it's like god damn it I just want to have fun
1: Yeah like I'm not trying to play like a very hardcore tactical uh, Special op simulator with my three uh, My three worms and a shotgun here Like I'm trying to do some crazy shit with a holy hand grenade And some explosive sheep That's what I'm here for man
0: Listen I just want to throw out a homing missile And forget how it works And have it blow up in my face That's what I want
1: That's why we're all here That's why we're all here
0: (laughs) So this game, um, I don't know if you know this, but it came out on the N64, um, and today it is one of the most expensive cartridges that you can get on the N64. I think it's like the fourth or fifth most expensive game.
1: That's crazy. I don't, I probably did know that at a time, but I only have ever played this on PC, so wow. Interesting.
0: Yeah. It goes, the cartridge goes right now on eBay, the cheapest. There's like a really cheap beat up one that's like a 170 but the good hundred and seventy nice... dollars yeah the, the nice ones are like 200 bucks
1: that's crazy wow all right i'm not in that world but i know you are and <laughs> yeah. yeah paying a lot of money for old games seems strange to me
0: no i mean that's exceptionally really really expensive especially for worms worms the video game
1: <laughs> a game that i got on on steam for ten dollars right, uh, right before this podcast
0: um yeah. So what else? So I mentioned there's a whole bunch of uh, Worms games after this game, after Armageddon, um, Worms World Party came out and then Worms 3D. Did you ever play Worms 3D?
1: I did not. No. This is the Worms 2 and Worms Armageddon. That's pretty much all I played.
0: OK. Well, Worms 3D, I've heard nothing but bad things about. So <laughs> it's kind I'm... of
1: antithetical to the whole idea of Worms. Worms 3D. Right,
0: right. I want to play it just to see how bad it is. I love bad
1: games. That's true. I mean, we do need some chart-topping. And when I say chart-topping, I mean chart-bottoming bad games. Yes. That could be That could be one. So the guy who
0: was the creator, Andy Davidson of Worms, and he. this was the last game he worked on, as I mentioned, he had a project to make a 3D game. And then he was like, eh, fuck it. And he opened a bar in Bournemouth, uh, uh, UK, in the UK. It's called iBar so that's what he's doing these days i don't know if it's actually still open but he did that in about in around, around like the mid-2000s so well
1: hopefully he's doing all right because this is a sweet game but yeah interesting
0: oh no it closed in 2011
1: all right i was a little worried because we're recording this during a pandemic and it's tough out there you know so no yeah i guess i guess he didn't even make it to that it's no, always tough out there know. in the in the in the restaurant game
0: Ibar on Holdenhurst Road in the town center hosted gigs by hardcore bands and DJ sets from drum and bass stars. But it closed due to its, blamed its poor financial standing. RIP. RIP Ibar. Terrible name for a bar. Sorry, Andy
1: Davidson, but. The name might have had something to do with it. (laughs) It Armageddon Bar. Why not Armageddon Bar? That would have been. That would have been All a right. cool name for a bar. I'd go there. It, it was
0: It was actually, it launched in 2007 and was on, or opened in 2007 and was only, it closed in 2011. So, not the, oh. not the best run.
1: That's uh, probably typical for the industry, but yeah, not the best yeah. run. It's
0: true. So where does this go on our endless list of video games? Um, and I don't know if there's like a great comparison to this. I feel like it goes in like, the 60s to the 80s range there oh really where, hmm. it's, where hmm. do you think it, where do you think it goes
1: well so yeah i mean it is it is a hard game to compare i feel like <laughs> drink okay yeah it's a good point it's good everybody's right uh i was already drinking if that helps <laughs> <laughs> um
0: i i do think it's like these I, apples I think... and oranges
1: you know right they're different right. uh like yeah.
0: it's a be- it's a better game than zombies ate my neighbors it's like I think it's a, probably a better game than, I, uh, I don't know. Like it's, I. Uh, where do you see it? Let's. let's well, I don't playing. know. I was
1: looking at it, Luigi's Mansion, which you know I'm a big defender of it, um, and I was trying to decide if I thought it was better or worse than Luigi's Mansion. Um, and I, I have more of a fondness for it, I think, than Luigi's Mansion because it's, it's a big part of my childhood. Um, it's tough to say. I, I think it's better than. I think it goes a little bit higher than you know uh the late 70s early 80s range of uh like zombies ate my neighbors at 78 i think it's better oh than that.
0: oh oh way better i think it's yeah. better than that yeah i think yeah. it's better it's like a more fleshed out game than like a super off-road um where, where for me i'm like i'm looking at like crazy taxi it's fun game but this game is way more has way more depth i would rather play like a, uh, i would rather play this game than spider-man t for example probably i'm not a big pilot wings fan so i could see it going above that
1: exactly like i feel this is, this is just crawling up the list a little bit more right. but as you as you get up higher and higher like there's this tier that starts with like titanfall 2 at 41 like i, I don't think it's a better game than those games um even though oh, yeah. i have a great fondness for it Um, Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't like. I don't even think. I don't think it's that. I think it's better than River City Ransom for me personally.
1: We're Oh, that's at fifty six. Yeah. I guess I've never really played that before, but Call of Duty is after it, and that's a game I played pretty much around the same time. It came out a few years later, but. um, So actually, that does help put this into context a little bit. Um, Hmm. So that's at fifty five. Call of Duty, Uh, and Luigi's Mansion is at sixty. Hmm. So, do you feel strongly about River City Ransom and not being better than that?
0: I feel pretty strongly about it. Um, and as we go up further, like there's, you start getting into stuff that's like historically important and still kind of fun. And then you get into stuff that's like big action set piece stuff, like God of War, which I think is probably is a, is a better game than this
1: for me. I feel like this game is historically important, but like in a niche way. You know, yeah, like it was, yeah. I agree. It, like, it has a big history, but it wasn't like it didn't shake up the whole PC gaming world or anything like that. Right. Right.
0: And I you know, I think that like if you I think River City Ransom is a great comparison to it in terms of its niche popularity cuz like River City Ransom still has games that are releasing today. Like River City Girls came out like a year ago or 2 years ago. Um and there there's like a whole niche community of people who love those games and all the games that spawned from like the dodgeball game to the World Cup soccer game to, um, crash and the boys and all all those games. Interesting.
1: Well, how do you feel about putting it right below River City Ransom at fifty seven? I feel like that's. I feel kinda, pretty good. I, I feel I like that's that, kind of where I'm landing on this.
0: Yeah, I think that it's Street Fighter Alpha is a solid fighting game, but it's like, it's kind of weak for a Street Fighter game. Um, it's yeah, and that game is not as important as some of the other street fighter games that will go much higher than this of course like street fighter 2 um and also it's it seemed like a step back from street fighter 2 in a lot of regards like the the later end of the street fighter 2 stuff so right if you're
1: if you're comparing the street fighter franchise and the worms franchise because they are perfect equals um then but you're w- talking about the apex of the Worms franchise, and right, not right. the apex of the Street Fighter franchise.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. That's what I was thinking of. So, cool. Let's
1: add it as our new number 57. Sweet. All right. Nice. Look at that consensus.
0: Cool. Well, Steve, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Do oh, you, thank,
1: you. thank you, Mike. Do,
0: do you know what we're going to talk about next week?
1: Oh, what are we going to talk about next week? Give me a hint. What are we? It's... Oh, is it... Is it something, is it getting hot in here? Is that what we're, that what we're talking about?
0: No. no, oh, that's not it? Okay,
1: that's a no. <laughs> that's a premature tease. <laughs> I um, mean, that's just what we talk about here.
0: There's a lot of fire in the aesthetic of the game, but it's about cars.
1: Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, it's that metal that uh, kind of gets corkscrewed around when it when it crashes into other metal. It kind of gets are. twisted a little bit
0: we're playing we're gonna play the original actually i've already started playing the original twisted metal game it's actually i'm gonna save it for next week but i'm surprised by it so far so i'll just leave it at that
1: new new favorite game is that what you're saying
0: i don't know about that (laughs)
1: new least favorite game where are we where are we waiting the list where it's
0: it's listen it's no worms armageddon but we'll talk about that next week on the podcast so thank you so much steve for coming on this week
1: thank you thanks everyone
0: and we'll be back next week